Welcome to the Let's Dive Deep podcast. I'm your host, Casey. In this podcast, we will be inspiring change and exploring the human experience through meaningful conversations. Let's dive deep together. Welcome to the first episode of Let's Dive Deep. My name is Casey and I am your host for this podcast. I work as a family lawyer by day, but over the years I started off working at KFC and eventually I worked my way up to becoming a manager. And what I found that, what I found is that I found fulfillment in almost every job that I've done. And upon reflecting on why, I found that this is because my purpose is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves and to live up to their potential. So working at KFC gives me that because I was able to mentor, as a manager, I was able to mentor the team members there and guide them, guide them through very difficult times of their lives. And as a family lawyer now, I am able to guide my clients through a very difficult time of their lives as well. And I find incredible fulfillment in that. And because my my purpose is so strong that I think whatever job I do or whatever I'll be doing, I will be able to find fulfillment. Now, linking my purpose to this podcast, which is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves, that's one of the reasons why I've decided to start this podcast. I've really enjoyed the conversations and deeper level conversations that I've had with people over the years and the learnings that I've taken from it. You know, personal development is and, and growth is one of the biggest aspects of my identity and credit to Julian, who's, who was my boss at KFC, he was the one who first introduced me into the personal development phase when personal development world, when I was trying to overcome my social anxiety. And Julian introduced me to this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And that book was so profound. It changed my life. It taught me that whatever issues that we have, we can overcome and there are learnings, teachings, books, podcasts, videos, materials, people out there that can help you with whatever it is that you're going through. You just got to know where to go and what to do and how, how to look for it. So going back to why I wanted to start this podcast, I wanted to combine a few of the things that I love, which is personal development and growth, connecting with people, having deeper level conversations and linking back to my purpose to inspire others to be the best version of themselves. And starting this podcast is basically a way for me to combine these things that I love in a way that serves the world and is in alignment with my purpose. So my hope for this podcast is that you will leave feeling energized and inspired from the stories and guests that will be coming through and that these conversations will be a source of inspiration to you. Now, as we're heading into 2023, many of you may be thinking about your goals for this year. And you probably have already formulated your goals, but the reality is that only 8% of us actually end up following them through. 
Now, why why is that? That's because our daily life is run by our subconscious programming, which controls 95% of our day-to-day activities. It controls what you think, what you do, and how you perceive the world. So studies show that most of our subconscious programming comes from the first seven years of our life. And this is very difficult to to change, you know. Our mind is divided into two main aspects, the conscious and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is made up of our surface thoughts, our wishes, our desires, and our aspirations. And the subconscious mind is the realm of our automatic habitual thoughts, our patterns and beliefs. It is basically the things that we do without even knowing that we're doing it. So if you've ever struggled at reaching a goal, it's not because you don't know how to set a goal. Most of us do know how to set a goal, but it is because your conscious mind is reaching for the goal, but there's something in your subconscious programming that is just holding it at bay. And the the struggle that you feel is in trying to override the subconscious programming. So you're working hard because you want it, but then there's just an undercurrent belief that says it's not going to happen. And therefore, your subconscious mind is winning because you have built habits and patterns and beliefs around it. Now, it's not all doom and gloom. I'm going to walk us through five steps on how we can reprogram and take control of our subconscious mind. Step one, know your why. The key to staying motivated on the journey to hit your goals is to have a strong why. Not the why of your parents, your partner, or well-meaning loved ones. I'm talking about your why and your values. For example, one of my goals this year is to be more consistent with my fitness. And my why is to take care of this body and this vessel because this body lets me experience life. I want to be able to go out and do crazy things like skydive, travel, or if or when I have children in the future, I want to be able to be healthy enough to take care of my kids and play with my kids. So if you're experiencing indecision, your why isn't clear. You need to get clear on your why. And it is only when you tune out the opinions, the expectations and the obligations of others, then you can begin to hear yourselves. Our why and our values create boundaries to help us focus our attention on where it matters. And without them, we are swept away by distractions. As Tony Robbins say, where focus goes, energy flows. So your why will determine your conviction and your goals. And when your why is strong enough, your how will reveal itself. Step two, seek discomfort. Comfort is one of the most dangerous places you can be at because with comfort comes complacency. It is the absolute enemy of progress. What stops us from stepping out of our comfort zone? Well, fear. Fear is often what holds us back and stops us from taking action. And we all have fears, you know, fear of not being enough, Fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of success. And the only way to face your fear is head on and recognize that 
if you make a mistake, that's okay. There is no failure in making mistakes because we can treat mistakes as a learning experience. Now, one of the one of the things that I did last year to seek discomfort was um, doing breath work and ice baths. I did it weekly for approximately eight weeks, and it was what propelled me to really step out of my comfort zone because sitting in the ice, it's not easy. You know, it, it really depends on your mental headspace week to week on, on your tolerance with the ice. And I found that when on weeks where I've had, I've been in a good headspace and I've stepped into the ice, it's been a lot easier. But if I approach the ice thinking, already thinking, no, I can't do this. My tolerance is a lot weaker for the ice and doing it week to week. It never got easier. But what that taught me is it doesn't matter. Just step over your fear. Just do it. Don't overthink because action and action breeds progress. And as long as you are taking action, you will breed progress. If you, if you don't take, take action, you're never going to step over that fear. You'll always be stuck. You'll always be complacent. You'll always be in the zone of comfort and You'll always be, and and you won't make progress. Sometimes it's just about calming that monkey mind that says, no, I can't do it. This is too difficult. It's not possible. Stop these limiting beliefs and take action. And if you can sit in the discomfort and overcome your fear, then you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. So in seeking discomfort, Explore yourself in a new environment, learn a new skill, try something new. The more things you do outside of your comfort zone, the less scary things will be. Step three, do an audit of your beliefs, environment, and time. Your subconscious mind is constantly absorbing information from outside sources and using that information to form beliefs that shape how you think and how you behave. Negativity from the daily news, toxic people and social media can have a profound effect on your subconscious mind without you even knowing it. Your media consumption may seem casual, but your time spent and what you're consuming reflects your values. If you're watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where the focus is on jealousy, betrayals and scandals, what do you think you're going to focus on in your friendship group in real life? If you're telling yourself that you will never be successful in your industry, well then guess what? You'll never be successful in your industry. Our values and our actions are influenced by our thoughts and what we tell ourselves, what we consume, who we're following online and offline. Where you spend your time and who you spend your time with matters. Self-examine if your action matches your value. Ask yourself, is the narration of what you're telling yourself serving you? Is the media you're consuming and the people you're surrounding yourself with uplifting and empowering you? Is how you're spending your time when you're not sleeping or working, does that correlate with what matters to you? Take stock on whether your beliefs environment and where you choose to spend your time aligns with your values. 
Step four, visualization. Manifestation is a very powerful tool and it goes hand in hand with the law of attraction. Anything you can imagine, you can create. You can do a vision board or write, write, out, write it out in a journal or letter to yourself, whatever it is. Approach it with curiosity and an open mind. And whatever medium you choose, visualize it in the present tense and add emotions to the outcome. So, for example, if you're trying to manifest what you want in a future partner, don't just make a list. Really dive into it. Say, for example, minus, I have a partner who lives in alignment with his purpose. He makes me feel secure to explore my femininity. We go on weekly dates. We laugh and we're present with each other. He makes me feel like the most important person in the room. Visualize it in the present tense and then add emotions to the outcome. Focus on and sit in the emotions of your end result. Your subconscious mind will then absorb the feelings in your images as if they were real, and it will give you the inner confidence you need to make them come true. The thoughts that pass through our mind builds our reality, and visualization helps you to achieve your goals by conditioning your brain to see, hear, and feel the success in your mind. Last but not least, step five, create a system. All of the things that we've talked about is not going to matter if you don't take action. And taking action is about your daily habits. If you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem isn't you. The problem is your system. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. We don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. Decide the type of person you want to be and prove it to yourself with small wins. Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action and every small action and every small habit is a vote for the type of person that you wish to become. Small incremental everyday routines compound into massive and positive change over time. Meanwhile, improving by 1%, it may not particularly be notable, but or sometimes it may not even be noticeable. But it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. It doesn't matter how successful or how unsuccessful you are right now. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path to its success. It's just so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. The goals are about the results you want to achieve, whereas systems are about the processes that lead to those results. Remember, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. There is no single instance that will transform your beliefs, but each time you show up for yourself through those small daily habits, the evidence of your new identity will show. 
I hope this list of five steps will be something you practice as you think about your New Year's resolutions or if you've already created your New Year's resolutions and head into 2023. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you all so much love. Thank you for tuning into the Let's Dive Deep podcast. It was an absolute pleasure to explore this conversation with you. If this conversation has inspired you or resonated with you, please share it with someone you love. You can follow us on Instagram at let's underscore dive deep. Until next time.